because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. Today we are here with another Cinemania Live show and filling in for Dwayne today. It's Larry. That's right. I'm back. Sorry about it, but <laughs> not really. And of course, our regular co-host, Hannah. Hey, Hannah. Hi. <laughs> How you doing on this hump day? I'm good. I just told you I'm tired. <laughs> well, I mean, How are you? we were up through the night watching some Loki. That's uh, <laughs> true. Because Loki... Um, we saw the first two episodes and did our reaction via early screeners, so we just got to watch them at a normal time. <laughs> and that's why Dwayne was on there, and now we're back to, to the regular airtime, so gotta catch it when it's hot. <laughs> he only got up at 3 a.m. for WandaVision. Yeah, no more. He's like, nah, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> and he he only did the last half of WandaVision with us. Yes, he did not start WandaVision out with us. He, listen, when Dwayne got them screeners for like WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, he pushed me and Hannah into the dirt and went running. He says, screw <laughs> y'all and these reactions. I'm going to go watch this real quick. It's true. But, when did no. he start watching with us? I think it was like episode seven. Like, yeah, like six, seven, somewhere in there. It wasn't it was, six because yeah, six was like, the Halloween episode. Oh yeah, you're right. That was just us on six. Okay. Yeah, yeah and so seven he, was the uh, the episode where we thought uh, Reed Richards was gonna be in it, <laughs> <laughs> and we were all just looking like. Uh... <laughs> Who's this engineer? <laughs> uh, yeah, so he watched them last three with us and then watched the first two of Loki with us. <laughs> mm. But, oh my gosh, today on the internet, uh, I know the big thing I've been following recently just has me like shook and uh, in a horrible like mindset, but Britney Spears testified uh like I think it was via Zoom or Skype for her conservation, not conservation, uh, <laughs> her hearing. Um, and oh my God, it was just like even worse than I think any of us knew. Uh, they're talking about like, she says that she has an IUD that was put in and they won't let her take it out. And she wants to and wants to have a baby. <laughs> oh and, god like her conservatorship won't allow her to take it back because they don't want her to have another kid and she can't like she can't even ride in her boyfriend's car obviously they can't get married like they've been together i don't even know how many years which is beside the point but all this stuff is just like oh god i don't know just going through the whole testimony was just like jesus this is oh <laughs> 
how is this able to happen if how does the judge let this continue oh it's nuts it's like really i don't know that one really hit home to like the fact that it's you know not just finances or even your just livelihood in general uh robbing you blind basically to control your money but like to have control literally over your like reproductive system and your like body like that i don't know that's that makes me sick it's like it's bad enough that the government is trying to like control women's bodies but like when you're like own like people close to you yeah Yeah. father is doing it it's like wow insane so hopefully i don't know this i think this is the first time she's really spoken out like this so i'm like please like i just i can't even imagine (laughs) how they can keep this continue to keep this going now we're at like four year 14 since 2000 well 13 since 2008 my god like listen it just needs to come to an end i don't understand i don't understand how a judge can't just be like all right this is it's gone on long enough like (laughs) yeah stop like stop the madness but so the the free britney stuff has been ablaze i saw also seen lots of like mariah carey and brandy already have come out with their like little tweets of support Plus. <laughs> Which makes sense for Mariah Carey because obviously she went through her own like public mental health battle um, mm-hmm. in like the late 90s and early 2000s. So I'm sure obviously she didn't get put onto a conservatorship like this, but I'm sure she can at least relate in in some way. So no little TikTok girl, whatever your name is, you can't relate, girl. Addison Ray. Right? <laughs> can't relate, girl. <laughs> I, I literally can't believe that was, like, even a thing. <laughs> that really, like, blows my mind. Like, ma'am. <laughs> and oh, I'm not girl. even, like, a huge Britney Spears fan. I, lo- I like, like Britney Spears, yeah, right? Yeah. And But I don't, like, follow her like Larry does. But, like, seeing her say that actually, like, infuriated me. I was, like, yeah. from what I know about Britney Spears, like, how dare you? Like, it's, like, <laughs> like it's, like, public knowledge, like, what i know like that's like the least (laughs) that you can know about britney spears and i'm like i know you know that for a fact and like how dare you even like cross that line like there's so many other celebrities in the world that you could like you know compare yourself to like like, gabby hannah girl like sit over there with gabby hannah or something like (laughs) stay in your lane girl like what are you talking about oh my god disgusting yeah, I don't know. All these reports, I was just like, oh my god, this just like makes me sick seeing this mess. Talking about like crying every day, like coming on and like being coerced and like you know forced into lying to people to say, oh, I'm okay and I'm doing okay. It's just like, oh my gosh, this is like, ugh, ugh. But in other news today, uh, yeah, how how you holding up, tired girl? After our late night with Loki. <laughs> Oh, okay. I mean, I I stayed up, like, way later than that, so... <laughs> yeah, I just didn't go to sleep, really. I took, like, a little cat nap and then head on to work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's basically... Well, I didn't have to do anything today, but I <laughs> I slept... I fall asleep around, like, 7 o'clock a.m. and then slept until about 1. So. I mean, I'm horrible, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I call, so, at about... 
I don't know, seven, so seven thirty my time. Uh uh-huh. I called my job. I was supposed to be there at eight <laughs> and I was like, look, I'm gonna be in about nine. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in about an hour late today. Thanks though. Um so <laughs> I love uh, you for that. <laughs> I mean, I'm about to go in and be like, so can I start at nine at least on Wednesdays for the next like few weeks at least? <laughs> Thanks. It'd be really appreciated. <laughs> It'd be a great favor to me. Thanks. Uh <laughs> but yeah, should we talk about Loki? Obviously we did our reaction together. Mm. And we i mean i'll say it's not like an overwhelming anything but we definitely are on the positive side of things because i think the the general twitter verse at least is very divided on this third episode of loki mm-hmm. how do you feel about it, that hannah it was so weird it was like kind of like a slap in the face because like after watching the episode me and you were like so excited like talking about it afterwards and there wasn't even, like, a doubt in my mind that, like, yeah, I was going to get on Twitter and, like, see people, like, agree with me, right? But, like, getting on Twitter, everyone was like, it was filler. And I'm like, you guys genuinely don't know what filler is. Like, seriously. What episode was it? It was episode eight, wasn't it, of WandaVision? Of WandaVision, yeah. Episode eight of Mm -hmm. WandaVision. People were, like, going ham about filler, and we were like, what? What about this is filler? And that's pretty much how I feel about this episode of Loki. I'm like, what? I I genuinely don't think a lot of, like, because most of the people that I've seen on my timeline are, like, big, like, comic book fans. Yeah. And if you... Because there's a lot of people who say they like movies, but they mean that they actually like comic book movies. Just comic book movies, right? And I fall good amount of those people because i like comic book movies but that's not the Mm -hmm. only kind of movies that i watch um but i know that's like mainly what they watch and i know a lot of them probably don't watch a lot of tv outside of like the marvel stuff and the dc stuff and there's really not a lot of like uh tv shows in that like space other than like the cw right and then there's like some (laughs) animated shows um so I think that a lot of them probably just don't watch like TV outside of this stuff and like get confused when there's like episodes of TV when like that are just people like talking and like characters being like developed, you know, yeah. instead of like big, like huge, like action set pieces and stuff like that. Because even with like WandaVision, like you had like, When those episodes were first starting to come out, I saw a lot of people excited, but the people that I saw excited were, like, people who were on, like, film, film Twitter, right? Yeah. Not so much the people who were on, like, comic book Twitter. They were just kind of like, oh, I can't wait to see, like, you know, Mephisto and stuff like that. And I think that's what kind of, like, drove them for most of the series because WandaVision isn't, like, an action-filled series, right? But then by episode five, we we started to see people get, like, angry. And I think that's when they're like, okay, we're done with the intrigue now because obviously we're not doing Mephisto. Um, and, you know, we had they had Quicksilver hold on to and they were getting frustrated with that. And it's like by the end of WandaVision, they were like angry, very angry, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like if WandaVision was like an action show, we would have had none of that. But, you know, they clutched on to these like two things 
and then they didn't like pay off like they wanted it to and that's when people were like fuck this show and with like falcon winter soldier like that first episode i saw so many people say it was like mid right they didn't like it me and you loved it right because it was like literally just people talking and like (laughs) (laughs) just like you know their characters being developed into actual characters instead of like you know quippy like one-liner people like they were in the movies um but then the rest of the series, it's, like, action piece, action piece, action piece, action piece, right? And yeah. I saw, like, comic Twitter go crazy for it. And now Loki, it's not that. And Loki is, like, I've been saying it. It feels, like, fucking, like, Mindhunter or, like, <laughs> kind of, like, it feels very Fincher-esque to me, right? Yeah. And it's just, like, people talking and the dialogue is actually, like, engaging. And I, I really love that about it, right? But Twitter, the comic book side of Twitter is, like oh it's 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 slow and i'm like yeah i get it but oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just i don't know i i definitely can see that because there has i mean the action scenes are fun for sure in the episode like last night i thought the action mm-hmm. was actually really well handled across the board uh, but there, I mean, it just was a couple of small little like hand-to-hand moments, basically. And then the rest of it was just between Sylvie and Loki. And I don't know, I guess if you're not into just character development <laughs> and like developing this relationship, then maybe you're bored. I I just, I struggled to even relate because I wasn't bored in the slide. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was I was like fully engaged the entire episode, even watching it the second time when I have to screen record. And then, you know, I kind of watch it a third time when I'm editing our video. It's just I don't know. I thought it was so good. I thought the writing was really well done. And I sometimes wonder, especially because um, Falcon and Winter Soldier also seemed to divide like, quote unquote, normies from film twitteries uh yeah because <laughs> i think you know it was getting higher viewership even than wandavision for a good part of it and you know normal marvel fans liked it a lot and i think i don't know i think maybe that's it is some part of people which isn't really the case even with falcon and winter soldier because they do go on arcs that we, we haven't seen in the films but like we're seeing different sides to these characters across the board. And we saw that with Wanda and vision, which I think was just a full stop help for those characters. They hadn't gotten any development. So it was, it just helped them. I think to everyone, Bucky and Sam, we've gotten a little bit, but they also hadn't gotten much Loki. We've gotten him in a lot of films at this point. I mean, he's been in the MCU for a long time. Other than, the like main six avengers he's probably like the most reoccurring character in the mcu yeah and it's just so interesting to me because we've had moments where he's like shown humanity obviously throughout those films but we're just getting this vulnerable side to him in this series that we have never seen in all of his appearances in the mcu and i just i don't know i'm like maybe people they don't want to see that other side. I, I, he still has like the quips and he still has like the fun Loki attitude to him. But I just, I just love getting this new side to his character. Yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't know if people are just like thrown off by the seriousness that Loki like has in this show or what, but 
I love it. It's like it makes his character have a whole nother like dimension, especially after, you know, when the Loki show is announced. I think everyone kind of felt the way with like he's back again. Oh, my God. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want it Uh, because we just saw him die finally. And everyone's just kind of like tired up to that point because it's just been Loki being Loki. And the show, like, you have to have a reasoning for these shows, right? And I think for the show to completely, like, reinvent the character is, like, so valid. <laughs> and, like, needed. <laughs> and I think we're seeing a lot of it. Maybe there's a correlation, maybe there's not. Um, I wonder how those people correlate with the people who don't like Thor Ragnarok. I mean, they're completely yeah. different. One is very serious, you know, more serious and toned down, and the other is hyper, like energetic and ridiculous in a lot of aspects but they both did the same thing like Ragnarok really redefined Thor and set him on a different arc um a deeper arc actually that's what I don't get about the criticisms with that film people talk about it being like too funny too much jokes but it set Thor like he had more character development in that one film than he had in the whole MCU prior to that and then yeah. especially when you couple that with Infinity War, he has like this amazing arc, I think, from Ragnarok through Infinity War. Oh my god. Such absolutely. a good character arc for him. Even with like um, Endgame. I know a lot of people don't yeah. like what they did with him in Endgame, but I love what they did with him in Endgame. <laughs> I do. I, I feel like a lot of people hold on, I need to talk about this for a second because I never get to talk <gasps> about it. Okay. A lot of people are like, oh, they made Thorn too just a joke in Endgame. And I'm like, did you miss everything else that they did with him like yes there's a few funny scenes like making like saying like oh he's big lebowski whatever right but there's so many scenes especially like that stuff with him and rocket and endgame even when they go back to asgard i'm like you can it's just all over that he's like in grief and i'm like how are you guys like not seeing that and like him like even just like not feeling like he'll be like worthy again and stuff like that and like when he finally gets that hammer again i'm like chris hemsworth is so good in infinity war and endgame i'm like he's been in like so many dramatic films and is like trying to be like you know very serious very stoic (laughs) um and i'm like he's never like been that good as he's been in like infinity war and endgame i'm just like i i don't understand it i really don't but whatever i think it's just um, they need to (laughs) i know she's dead but i'm like (laughs) part of it's like whenever they bring mama back uh these these (laughs) guardian boys they they really start (laughs) (laughs) real well uh because yeah that scene on asgard in game is so good with thor like when he gets to see her again and that that moment of him realizing he's still worthy is great but uh, i don't know i just i think people are so weird i i just don't understand (laughs) it's just comic book movie fans they're weird (laughs) it's just so many people like other youtubers obviously in our space we're just like meh i don't know i didn't really like it a lot of people on our team were kind of like meh (laughs) oh wait were there people on the team who didn't like it yeah there's several so leo wasn't a fan uh mando wasn't a fan um Colby hasn't watched the series yet. <laughs> um, so it's like me, you, and Dwayne are some of the most enthusiastic people. I'm so surprised Dwayne loved the episode. Me too. <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, so scared uh, to wake up this morning. Um, but he says it's his favorite out of the episode so far. And I'm like, period. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what's so shocking is I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's so good. I We're just, the ones really connecting with the series. And it feels like everyone else is just like out of the loop on it. 
And I mean, I guess I get it with us because even if you go back and you watch our Falcon and Winter Soldier reactions, particularly the episodes that me and you got excited about and really connected to were the ones that they spent a lot of time just developing relationships and developing the characters. Um, So I think we're just like, that's our jam. We like action too. Obviously we both love the MCU. Like we love superhero movies. Let's not play. But uh, we definitely in these shows have loved like them just stopping for a minute to let us, you know, know these characters in new ways. (laughs) So it's not really shocking that we loved this episode. Plus, finally, our first canon bisexual character. This is like the first time the MCU is like, just like openly said a main character is in the community. Because I know a lot of people like to say Valkyrie was the first. And I'm like, but there's nothing like explicitly saying that she is in Thor Ragnarok. I'm like, outside of Thor Ragnarok, Tessa Thompson has confirmed it. But like yeah. in Thor Ragnarok, no, it never happens. Um, so for them to so explicitly like say that Loki's bisexual, um, I literally <laughs> in our reaction, me and Larry screamed. We like, <laughs> were. I mean that was that's our thumbnail. So we have these big like looks of excitement that came from our reaction <laughs> to <laughs> that confirmation. Not I the mean, action, just... but just him saying uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, and I know some people are. I mean, I already saw at least a couple tweets because the director tweeted out, and she was like, "As soon as I got on, like as soon as I was hired on to Marvel, I knew I had to work this in." like work in Loki's bisexuality because I'm bisexual. It means a lot to me. So I had to get it in. Um, And she did, but somebody was already like, I saw at least a couple of people like, is this all we're going to really aim for or whatever? And the thing is, I know, you know, it's 2021 and we do want bigger change and we're, you know, we want to be there, but this is it. This is the first thing in all of Marvel. <laughs> and I'm not counting that Joe Russo or whatever Russo brother bullshit. You hear me? Yeah, that's why I said main character. <laughs> yeah, no, we ain't counting that foolery. Um, This is it. This is the first time that they've just did it. They've at least said the words. They've, ex- <laughs> they've said it explicitly uh, without question. And like you said, yeah, nothing, nothing with Valkyrie to this point has happened i really do hope that they allow taika and tessa to go there for love and thunder because it tessa seems has been like their hearts so are set on it so vocal like tessa yeah. thompson has been pushing this so has brie larson like those two women yeah. have been pushing for them their characters to like be, <laughs> to set be in a relationship <laughs> And they, I, and I love them all the more for it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so yeah, it was great. And obviously, him being like, "Oh, same with you," type of like come back to her is obviously great as well. Um, but I thought, honestly, I thought the most we were going to get in this series, like we were joking about it, and we were hoping because uh, it, it's another thing. It's canon, y'all. It's comic book accurate. Loki is a bisexual. <laughs> is also gender fluid all of these things they're putting into this loki show are from the comic book so you can't don't try that either um yeah but i i thought 
the most they were going to do was that gender fluid on that piece of paper pretty Same. quickly. I thought that was it. So this took me by surprise. I was not expecting that last night. <laughs> <laughs> I know me either. And, you know, I don't think it's like something to praise Marvel for. Really, because it's literally the yeah, bare minimum. It's the bare minimum <laughs> for but. representation. But I, I do think you know praising the director is definitely something that we can do, yeah. and you know congratulate her for being the first uh, to do it explicitly yeah. in the MCU, and her being a bisexual woman herself to you know you know have herself on screen um, in a way. So yeah, it, it's definitely really cool and exciting. And honestly, I mean, we talk about representation and when it comes to the LGBTQ community, like just being outwardly bisexual and staying bisexual is not a thing Hollywood lets characters do. Like, if you're bisexual, if you show bisexuality in film or TV, most all of the time, either you're on your way to coming out as gay or you're just a girl experimenting and you end up with a man at the end and you're not really bisexual or lesbian, you know, like that's usually the way they take up any sort of bisexual representation. (laughs) They don't let anyone just be like, nah, I, I, both. I, hello. Like, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But, also, that one shot, I'm so glad people are appreciating it and loving it. Like, that's the one thing I've seen universally praised is the the one shot near the end and the cinematography at large. Yeah, I, I th- all the shows have been, like, super solid with, like, camera work. Uh, one, one one's so weird, though. WandaVision was definitely the most planned. And that's, yeah. like, the, quirky, the, uh, the quirkiest out of the shows. Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder why. I mean, I know you had to stick to... You know the sitcom, yeah, looks. format of what they're going for. But I'm like, you couldn't like spaz it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like we got a few cool like dynamic shots, um, like particularly like episode four. Uh, but other than that, I'm like, mm, WandaVision definitely looked a little bland compared to Falcon Winter Soldier and Loki. Are you hyped for to see what like Miss Minutes is about to do up in here? What do you mean? Like, because I don't know. Didn't Tara Strong be like, oh, yeah, she does it. She's got a lot more to do this season. Oh, did she? (laughs) Yeah. She's not just what meets the eye. So I'm like, oh, Oh. what's going to happen with little Miss Minutes? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Miss Minutes, what you got up your sleeve, girl? What you got going on, girl? Since now we see that you can hop out of the computers and, like, walk around or whatever you were doing in the second episode. (laughs) (laughs) They're just hanging out. Uh, no, but I'm hyped. And this is back to like we were talking about is it's doing the cliffhangers kind of in the vein of WandaVision where at the end of every yeah. episode now with Loki, you're like, oh, I didn't want what, why, why are you ending it right there? Um, but it's really even taking it to the next level because as you were talking about on our reaction, we have no idea. Like I, I have not no even clue. the slightest clue how they're getting off that moon. zero percent clue how they can get off that moon i mean i guess maybe the the tva come in i don't know but yeah i'm like oh i do i do hope we get more owen wilson next episode i hope they go into his backstory me too i I saw a lot of people on twitter say they didn't want that what no i want it i want it (laughs) 
I know. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> They're like, I don't need a whole episode. Like, they compared it to uh, episode eight of WandaVision. They're like, I don't need a whole episode for uh, Mobius. And I was like, I need a whole episode for Mo- Mobius. I need it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Again, I th- people just don't want to be connected to characters. I think <laughs> they, they don't care about, like, these deeper connections with the characters. I'm like, I want that connection. I think it would be such an emotional arc for him Ugh. to like realize his whole life has just been a lie and like that these people i don't know what they do yet we don't know but what a great motivation though to like take on the like the timekeepers like yeah. that's like already like in stone there's like the motivations are great yeah and if it does turn out that gugu is like working with them or one herself or whatever Ooh. that's another like big emotional like mobius could have such a great emotional he can be a arc. great character like he has so much this the rest of the season that could happen with his character and i think you know you got to go there you have to like explore we have to have that connection with him of what happened to him as a person uh, to really hit that emotional arc home oh and i hope they do it <laughs> kevin feige please don't waste owen wilson <laughs> please we are begging <laughs> I I don't know how much of it I kept in the reaction. We were like on screen last night begging the gods, do not <laughs> make Richard E. Grant some random oh, yeah. paper pusher. Do not oh, waste Owen Wilson. <laughs> do not dangle Owen Wilson in our face like this, only to make him some <laughs> trash, like random guy in this. Like we're excited show. to see Owen Wilson have a great role again. Like Owen Wilson <laughs> hasn't been in a great thing for a while. And I'm like I'm one of those people where every time I see Owen Wilson in something great, I'm just I get really excited for him because I think he is actually great. Um, yeah. He's like one of those actors where it's like like a Dylan O'Brien, you know, where it's like you just wish all the good for him, <laughs> and like every time like he's in something like slightly good, you're like you're doing it, bud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he's he's one of those actors for me where I'm like I just I need it. I need him to be in something great, and I hope this is that. Oh, yeah. God. Well, shall we talk about something that's not so great that you haven't actually <laughs> even watched yet? Uh, yes. I I, <laughs> I watched your review today. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just, I really did think it was terrible. I, I, re- I okay, so how, how many have you seen? Zero? Uh, I've seen eight. And I've seen half of one, and I've seen half of Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Goddamn Anna. <laughs> this like a total combined two films um, <laughs> when we put those two halves together. Um, yeah, that's true. Well, technically, Hobbs and Shaw, like half of Hobbs and Shaw is like a feature film because Hobbs and Shaw oh is so God. fucking long. It's, see, other people have fun with Hobbs and Shaw and like it. I do not like Hobbs and Shaw. I thought it was so boring. I, I was not like, like it. I'm sorry halfway through the movie i was like it's literally just cameo of the movie like kevin hart ryan reynolds like i was like can we just like i don't know have something stupid and fun happen because i watched it after i watched fast eight and my favorite part of fast eight like the only part that i liked in fast eight was um that action scene with jason statham and uh, oh, the baby Johnson. the little oh no, well, that too at the end, oh but the, that uh, little baby fight scene is <laughs> that was everything. so good. Uh, but the one of the like the prison breakout. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So those two parts were like the only like the stuff with Hobbs and Shaw, and um. And then they go to their own movie, and you're like, man, yeah. 
It's just... Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't hate 8. I know it gets a lot of hate. And I'm like, eh. I mean, it's not great by any means. But I don't know. I thought it was okay, I guess. But... And that's kind of what I was hoping. Like, seeing these reviews, I was like, okay. Maybe I'll come out, like the the nice one the one that was like oh that was stupid and but no i mean it was sure stupid but oh my god <laughs> honestly i mean i read him in my review but i need to read him again because i don't know why vin diesel <laughs> dragged vin diesel bald like balder than he already is oh my god i don't know why he came out and said that foolery this week like oh, sir the self-awareness has left the chat because for you to come forward and say that your feud with Dwayne Johnson came from you giving him tough love and trying to pull out good acting and you made him. Oh my God. I'd be what? pissed too. <laughs> yeah. If I was Dwayne Johnson, I'd be like, what the hell? This like, I'd be like, I'm black Adam. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, what are you you're talking about? You're still making fucking Fast and Furious movies and everyone agrees that you're the worst part of them. Like, I'm sorry, didn't I come <laughs> and in? And they miss me. <laughs> yeah, didn't I come in and, like, save your franchise in uh, the fifth movie? That's what, like, revitalized this whole thing and pretty much is what kept you employed. <laughs> right? You, like, you ain't got nothing else going on, Vin Diesel, that anybody ever wants to watch outside of the Fast and Furious movies. So, he is so bad in this movie. I just... Uh, uh, watching how he acted and I'm like oh so you're really running around the press tour talking about Dwayne Johnson not being able to (laughs) (laughs) it's ludicrous just foolishness ludicrous is probably like the best part of this whole movie I don't know maybe ludicrous what he's probably like the best part of this whole movie he was the best part of the movie that I watched uh, he has like fun moments but what they do with Tyrese's character is so freaking stupid that uh, no I was like oh no 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 I'll rather just Tyrese you know say whatever the hell he's got going on inside his mind (laughs) than read this script because what is this uh, I hear no. all the time that Tyrese and Ludacris like saved some of these movies, <laughs> and that's like such a weird thing. Like, who, who would think they're they're like the non actors? <laughs> yeah, this is, they're the ones that like save the film. And I know he wasn't the best actor, but honestly, Paul Walker certainly is missed too in yes. like his energy and his charisma in these movies. And I'm like. It's just further proof. With Hobbs and Shaw, Fate of the Furious, and now this F9, they really, really should have ended it at 7. Like, when Paul Walker passed away, ended on this beautiful tribute, and just be done. <laughs> uh, but it's already crossed over half a million, or half a billion at the worldwide box office before it's even touched America. So, yep. That 10 and 11 are sure things. Hobbs and oh, Cha 2. <laughs> you just hyped for Hobbs and Cha 2, Hannah? It's like <laughs> seeing all this like really just like takes me further away from ever watching these movies, like actually watching them. I just I it's like one of those things where I feel like I never got on board and I'm too late to get on board, you know? Yeah, so yeah. that's why I just I always say, like, yeah, I'll watch them sometimes. I'm like, 
as the, there's like there's fucking there's gonna be 11 movies dude 11 and i've plus only the watched spin-offs. one <laughs> yeah plus uh-uh. the fucking spinoffs so i'm like why would i get on board now genuinely and they're not even movies that are gonna like blow my socks off right they're gonna be like cool action movies at the most and i've yeah and i've heard like five is like the peak of the series yes. and that's a cool action movie right at the most so that's why i'm like why would i do that why would i do that <laughs> i don't even uh, watch tv series that is more than 20 episodes and this genuinely is, and these movies have just gotten longer and longer that's the one thing like as they've gone away from like being little car racing you know like street racing movies into like big ridiculous action they just keep getting longer and longer and longer I'm like, there's yeah, no so. reason F9 should have been as long <laughs> as it was. Zero reason. And then that freaking haircut. It's like two and a half hours. Why? Um, Why? Yeah. <laughs> this plot is such nonsense. This should not have been no, no. And then who? Why are they doing Charlize like this? Like, first they put her in them she damn was dreadlocks. She dirty in F8. I was oh like. Oh my God. Girl. And she's done. <laughs> she has a literal bowl cut. Like, it just is a literal, like, bowl around her head on top. I'm like, that wig. <laughs> what I mean, the hell? I mean, I'm glad just... she's in her bag, but. <laughs> I'm like, girl, they took you from the dreads, and you know you got red for filth for wearing those with your little white self, and now this. And I, I actually am not positive she even showed up on set with the way her character interacts <laughs> i'm like oh my god she might have just zoomed in like and they just digitally put her onto the screen oh no <laughs> she's like in a little box like i don't even know i was like what charlie's oh, i mean get that money girl get the money yeah and some of these jokes they talk about star wars talk about you know you're a puppet with somebody's hand up your ass like i mean it just is too much Oh, Lord. Lord. Well, something else on Twitter recently. Did you see the whole Sharon Stone, Meryl Streep drama? (laughs) Oh, my God, no. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. Hold on. Now I'm like, shoot. I I brought this up, and I don't even have the quote in front of my face. Well, Sharon Stone did an interview, and she... (sighs) I, I think everybody kind of agreed with her point, but she went a little bit off the rails and like, it's where you get like word vomit, where you make your point and everyone's like, yeah, I, I get it. I agree. And then you just keep talking and talking and talking, like explaining <laughs> or like adding things in and people are like, oh, okay. Oh God. That's I, like Anthony Mackie. Like oh what he God. just did. Oh my God. About- <laughs> okay. We'll do soldier. We were like, Mackie, stop. Let's we stop understand right what now. you're trying to say, but then you just we, keep going. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, we kind of agree with your sentiment of, like, close male friendships need to be normal. Yes, we agree. But then you just kept going and going. And it was like, oh, my God, okay, stop. Like, stop. This is <laughs> the most no-homo thing I've ever read in my life. Please yeah. stop it right now, Mackie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so Sharon Stone came out and was like, oh, you know... Meryl Streep is a great actress, and I would never say anything against that. But, you know, she's gotten to this point where Hollywood just 
and everyone just like thinks if it's Meryl Streep, it's great. And, you know, she's untouchable and all of this stuff. And she's like, and I know, you know, a dozen other actresses who are equally as talented as Meryl Streep. And she started listing them. And then she's like, and Meryl, you know, and Meryl could never play a villain as good as me. And she couldn't do basic what? instinct. <laughs> and like, so it was like that exact thing where you're like, okay, first of I- all, first of all, <laughs> Devil Wears Prada is enough. Yeah, like, she doesn't like, um... ever need to do a villain role again. <laughs> Devil Wears Prada is enough for her entire career. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, ma'am, um, she <laughs> she ate any <laughs> performance you've given in Devil Wears Prada. I'm sorry. It's the truth. I love you, Sharon Nobody Stone. Nobody will ever but... touch Miranda Priestly. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's just as facts. It's just as, we we're just speaking facts here, Sharon. I'm sorry. So it was started like so. Today she came out and she like tweeted something. It was like just to be clear, Meryl Streep is one of the greatest actresses of all times, just not at the expense of others' talents. And I was like, see that? This is what you should have just said from the beginning. Is yeah. Where, you know, you're constantly, everybody's getting pitted against Meryl Streep, or you have to be like Streep to be considered a great actress. And we're all great actresses. Boom, done. That's all you had to say. But she just kept going on and on. Talk about Streep couldn't have done basic instinct. <laughs> like, she didn't need to. She did the worst I'm like, girl, I don't understand. <laughs> Can you imagine Sharon Stone as Miranda Priestly? Like, she could never. I'm sorry. See, and that's what other people, like, there were some other great actresses, like, that were recently revealed that were, like, thought to play that, including, like, Michelle Pfeiffer, who I love, but it just, it wouldn't have been the same. I'm sorry. I I, I genuinely don't, like, I, I think film Twitter does, but, like, outside of that, I feel like because a lot of normies know what, like, Devil Wears Prada is, right? Yeah. And I don't think a lot of them understand, like, just how great her performance is. Because it's just, so like, good. it's so, like, understated. But just, like, just, like, with a look, you know? Yeah. She is evil. I, oh, my God. <laughs> and then, like, I've watched some things. That performance is just so fierce. And she, at, behind the scenes, like, made so many kind of, like, alters or changes in her script or things to like add to her character as she like developed Miranda Priestly from just the book version. And that, so that obviously the directors and stuff went along with it, but I was just like, yeah, she like literally the character would have been nowhere near what it was. If anyone else had been in that role, I'm sorry, anyone it, it's no, yeah. it's that's her role period. <laughs> the only person and I, I agree with Amanda. Of... I wish that had been her third. Yeah. The only oh, person, oh, no, 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 go ahead. I cut you off. Um, <laughs> the only person I can think of, uh, that like even might have come close is like Viola Davis. That's like the only actress yeah. that I can think of. It's just yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, even other villain villainy actresses, it wouldn't have come off across as the same. Yeah, but then I see here that. <laughs> I don't need to laugh uh, at a gem getting injured, uh, but Harrison Ford <laughs> injured on the set of Indiana Jones, Hannah? What's going on? <laughs> I, I guess, like, Twitter is just making a really big deal out of him getting injured. Oh uh, like, God. not even, like, on the set. It was uh, it was during a rehearsal for an action scene. I guess he had, like, a shoulder injury, but obviously we saw him on set, so, like, he's fine. 
and like filming. So that's why I'm like, why do we care? Why is this even like a headline? (laughs) I just, Harrison, what you doing on there? I mean, I say, I I wish I knew. Harrison, but we saw well, the little black dots on his well, face, so we know that dots. they're de-aging. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, look at these little dots on his face. Harrison, what's happening, man? But like, we saw how that went with Samuel Jackson and Captain Marvel. Not to say that the technology wasn't great. Like, he looked looked amazing. But yeah. like, he, <laughs> there's scenes in Captain Marvel where he's supposed to be doing action or like running, and you can tell that's like a seven-year-old like running. <laughs> 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 i'm like they can de-age harrison ford's face all they want but they may as well have just put a a complete double in there because i mean if he's even if he's moving because how you gonna de-age them hands to see like i'm like uh uh-uh this is gonna be too much for me and also then james mangled but (laughs) not you know we just gotta put it out there for real samuel l jackson looks a lot closer to what he looked like mm-hmm. back in you know the 90s rather than what Harrison Ford looks like compared to what he would look like like <laughs> uh Harrison has aged you know he's, he's he's become a grumpy old man in many ways and we love him for it i love grumpy Harrison Ford um <laughs> but uh, uh, the- <laughs> The press one for Blade Runner 2049, iconic. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so good. Oh, like, that's why he's gosh. a gem, and we don't need him running around on set of Indiana Jones. <laughs> right? Like, like, why couldn't we just get, like, uh, Alden Eric? Yeah, yeah. just get, bring him in again. <laughs> he's great. He's charismatic. He's lovely. He's just cute. bring him in. Like, we don't need this. It's just it's too much. <laughs> lord have mercy harrison i can't Mm -mm. the only thing that's like keeping me like in on this movie is james mangold (laughs) this is really the only reason we'll continue to have faith in you james but oh and isn't um uh the girl from fleabag uh her name's phoebe i think is it oh phoebe waller bridges yeah, 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 okay. That's what I thought her name was, but I was like, is it the girl in Friends? Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think one of the characters in Friends is Phoebe, too. But... Yeah, I couldn't tell if I was like thinking of her last name or the actual <laughs> actress's last name. Um, but yeah, she's writing the script, too. Oh, okay. Well, and she's a fun a script. Writer. So, yeah. Lord have mercy. Mm-mm. Have you, oh, Hannah, what? how many Indiana Jones movies have you seen? I've seen all of them. Oh, oh my. Look at you. <laughs> what is going on? I know. I love Indiana Jones. Oh, my love even. I'm. What is happening? I'm shook. Oh, yeah. uh, Indiana Jones. See, because my dad, he loves Indiana Jones and Star Wars. So. Wait. I kind of was brought up. What? Did you talk about with Dwayne? I don't know if they were released. They probably were. Have you, you you've talked about the other set photos that have released on these superhero movies? Uh, like what ones? Michael Keaton and Helen Mirren and no, else? we haven't actually. We haven't talked uh, about Supergirl yet. Yeah. Oh, Supergirl. Uh, we saw Ezra Miller for the first time in like <laughs> since he choke slammed that girl. I haven't seen him since then until until like that. Uh, what was it? The <laughs> freaking 
fandom last year where he's all on there making his joke. <laughs> I think um, I think Ezra goes by they them. I'm oh, sorry. Pretty sure. Okay. Uh, Ezra went silent. That's what Ezra yeah. really did. Went by silence um, for a hot sec, but they're back and. You know, I just that's my that's my thing with the whole situation is I understand that that's probably the best way, honestly, that people just because when you when you try to like own up to something you do so often, people like don't want to accept it. (laughs) So I understand the mentality of, well, rather than do that and bring the attention back on to me. Let me just disappear for a year, come back, and people will have forgotten anything. <laughs> it, it it just makes people remember more, honestly. It just, just like just... you trying to like dodge it at any cost. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and I know Ezra's fans defend their actions, and I'm like with like a joke that it was a joke, but I'm like even if it's a joke, it's a weird ass joke. Like. It, for for him not to talk about it, like it makes it seem like it's not a joke, right? Know? I'm like, if it's it was like, just, if it was a joke, I feel like Ezra and that girl would have said, you know, like would have said something. Why wouldn't you just come out and be like, no, no, like it was an inside joke thing, you know? Yeah, people would have been like, oh, okay. Especially if the girl was like, oh yeah, I I asked him to choke slam me to the ground. Like, yeah. not, you know, uh, and I was okay with him doing it, you know, not like he, he got in my face and got aggressive, or they got in my face and got aggressive and choke slammed me to the ground. So I don't weird. know. It's very strange. But Michael Keaton looked good. I was mm-hmm. I was excited to see him doing his little the thing. Best Batman. <laughs> yes. He has his haircut back and everything. The yes. car, too. I was like, ah! uh, yeah, that's oh what I was God. excited. Like, seeing him in the atmosphere. And then we also got, like, the little taxi cabs. They have that, like, bus roaming around with Wonder Woman on the side for um, the, I think, it's, is it Shazam that they're doing all that for? Or is it for uh, The Flash? It's for The Flash. Yeah, so they had all that kind of, like, set stuff coming forward, which was fun. And then Shazam released the pictures of all of their new costumes, not just his anymore. So the full cast was in their little new costumes. They're all a little bit darker. How do you feel about those costumes? I like them. I think they look good. I don't think that they are like such a departure from the other ones. They just look a little less cartoony. And I know like people, it's so weird, like how Twitter works. It's like when the first Shazam, the trailer came out, right? Or like even like the set photos, people were freaking out because they're like, the suit looks awful. It looks cartoony, right? And like there's too much padding. And they changed the suit and they're like, oh no, that one's not good either. And I'm like, what What do you want? <laughs> like, do you want it? They're like, it's too dark now. It looks like a Zack Snyder yeah. suit. And I'm like, well, what do you want then? Yeah. Like, no. Girl, hello. <laughs> yeah. And then these set photos revealed Helen Mirren in her little, like, queen get Oh, my God. <laughs> I still can't believe Hel- Helen Mirren. 
and it's Fury of the Gods. It's oh like not God. even because, like, you know, she's in like Fast and Furious or whatever, and she did like a couple of those little action, but she's still Helen Mirren, you know, like she's yeah. still like this distinguished woman, like just with a gun. No, like in this set photo, they got her in the full, like, you know, over the top kind of costume. <laughs> Yeah. It's like full on Fury of the and Gods, like, Helen Mirren. And like Shazam and uh and her having like lunch and just yeah. like in these like <laughs> costumes. Uh that was oh yeah. It was a great just like a great picture of somebody to snap. I was like, this is wonderful. I, I haven't seen set photos that are so like entertaining since I think like it chapter two. Do you remember those set photos that came out oh of just like Bill God. Hader and Bill Skarsgård, like in full Pennywise, just like talking? Yeah, doing like <laughs> just like random. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm excited for the stuff that they've released there. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully the flash is good. I don't know. I'm I'm still like up in the air how I feel. I'm just like I'm most I'm like let me just get to the Michael Keaton Batman. <laughs> yeah, right. And it was revealed that he has a way bigger role in the movie <sighs> than we thought. So that's Thank why God. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy because like Michael Keaton, I okay, I think it's a little before my time, <laughs> mm-hmm. like the Michael Keaton era of Batman. But mm-hmm. I love those Batman movies so much, yes. and Michael Keaton is like my definitive Batman. Yes, I think forever. Even though I'm so excited for Robert Pattinson as Batman, I don't think that he will do anything that will like change my mind on Michael Keaton being my definitive Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he might like have a better performance overall. But, you know, there's a difference between, like, you know, who you, when, when I think about Batman, if Mike, if, like, Robert Pattinson gives, like, the performance of, like, his career, and it's, like, the best performance I've ever seen, it still won't, like, change my mind of, like, when, when you say Batman, I'll think Michael Keaton, you know? So, yeah, I, that's why I'm mostly excited for this movie, and also I do love Annie Muschietti as a director. Um, Obviously. Yeah. But also, I'm still, like, kind of, like, held up on, like, the Ray Fisher stuff and, like, him just being, like, blacklisted from this movie. And it just, it doesn't sit right with me. It's like, why couldn't you just rehire Ray Fisher? Well, speaking of all of this, how did you feel about (laughs) the Harley Quinn show coming out and saying that they were forced (laughs) to cut a scene of Batman going down on Catwoman? I mean, bless Zack Snyder. (laughs) So Zack Snyder released that. And then what I loved as well. So I loved that fan art that Zack Snyder posted. He like commissioned somebody to like do it. I thought it was great. And then I also did love that DC came out with like a full-fledged statement to be like, nah, <laughs> that's that's Warner Brothers. That's not a, our yeah. Batman does listen. So I <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I just love that this Harley Quinn show just has the balls to go there, always. Like, oh, absolutely. They are not playing around. They don't care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they got censored. And even after they got censored, they were like, you know what? We're going to go ahead and take to the internet and tell the folks what y'all <laughs> cut out of As our show. Should. You know? <laughs> Let's right, just make so. it clear. Uh, this is what you could have had. Um, but I love that DC even is like, nah, bruh. Uh, this that is not it. That explanation that heroes <laughs> don't do that. Okay, well, 
did you talk about? I, I love Twitter that day, too. Twitter was actually fun that day. That was like, yes. Twitter united. Took yeah. <laughs> for one <laughs> whole day, Twitter came together. Does go down. <laughs> yes. Well, our final little topic here. We have the movies we are most anticipating for the rest of the year. And oh, this kind of... what. Uh, uh, before we talk about that, uh, Snow White, uh, oh, Rachel yeah, yeah. Zegler Sorry. got this casted is... as Snow White. The way this looks, it just looks like the title of the page is so... I know. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. That's my notes, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, we have... Yes, before we get into that, because I was going to loop, um, Toronto, Tiff, into our anticipated shoes. So, that'll be last. Before we get into that, they are making another Snow White movie and Rachel Ziegler from West Side Story. And has, also Shazam. And uh, also Shazam, she, yes. Yeah. Um, has been cast as our new Snow White. How do you feel about that, Hannah? I mean, she can... It's like the same like boat that I'm in with like uh, Halle Bailey. I haven't seen anything of like her like acting. Uh, <laughs> so don't know what to expect there. I guess like, you know, she has a building resume right now working with Steven Spielberg and now cast in Shazam. So that's like, you know, a credit towards her. But she can absolutely sing. She's amazing. Uh, <laughs> and that's the bottom in with like Halle Bailey. Uh, and I think they both are like gorgeous and definitely look the parts. So yeah. yeah. Those stat photos released this week too like they oh were yeah like they did low oh, res uh, paparazzi the photos <laughs> uh, yeah. for hey hallie uh as ariel but she looks great it's a fun little sequence they had going on there <laughs> yeah you Obviously. can tell it's the sequence when she like yeah. and they changed it uh so mm -hmm. eric doesn't find her right away she like it seems like she makes her own way up yeah so that'll be interesting. So. Obviously, we haven't seen her in any of the iconic aerial looks yet or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, my biggest hiccup is I just am I'm kind of done with Snow White, personally. Me too. Snow White. I don't, I don't know why <laughs> we had to make this movie in the first place. Why are we doing this? Yeah. I mean, I I, these Disney live action remakes are just like really something <laughs> i mean i guess disney hasn't done snow white yet uh because like snow white in the huntsman series was wasn't disney and i don't think mirror mirror was from disney either mm -hmm. so i guess they haven't done a remake on the story yet <laughs> like Ugh. her and rapunzel are like and cinderella of course or like the princesses where it's like i could do without saying anything from them ever again because yeah. we've just been so oversaturated with content about them so and then uh, the whole crux of snow white so it i mean people took it too far i think with the whole ride thing uh about the non-consensual kiss or whatever um but the it's an and it's a very antiquated story like all the way around it's about a woman who is jealous of another woman who's prettier than her so she tries to like kill her <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and so you and then yeah, you have the whole kiss thing, I guess. It's just a very antiquated and there's not I don't know how you update it. Like how do you change the story without it feeling weird or I don't know. The Little Mermaid has like its problems, but it seemed like they already corrected those problems. Like even mm. with just like casting like uh 
Halle Bailey like seems like it already corrected a lot of the problems yeah. especially with like you know the Caribbean culture and the Little Mermaid but it's about like a white girl you know something like that so um but with like Snow White so there's definitely like you know corrections to be made to the Little Mermaid but with Snow White it's like yeah what do you do <laughs> you just leave it that's how, I mean that's where I'm at just leave it where it is leave it as the first ever full-length feature animated film from the 30s and yeah. that's it it's a product of its time it's not as problematic as like some of Disney's other early stuff for sure uh so <laughs> um but I don't know I also saw someone say Lana Contour and I was like oh she would have been great I don't know if yeah. she can sing, but she would have looked amazing as Snow White. I Absolutely. give you that. She would have. Uh, I thought, yes, that casting is great. But we'll see. I don't know like anything about her. She's one of these like young kids that I just don't know. I know she's yeah, what I, Latina, right, Rachel? Yeah, I don't know much about her either. Yeah, isn't she like a YouTube star? I don't know. Like, see, that's why I'm like, I don't know about these YouTube stars. Like, I want to support my little Latina girl, but also, I can't with, I can't with these YouTube stars. Like, I don't think she's a YouTube star. Stars, popping up in films. I'm like, please, I can't. I just, I think I she was on Broadway. Oh, well, maybe. then that's okay. That's better. Yeah. Like, I'm such a snob. Oh, that's better. Yes, I can accept that. <laughs> I, yeah, I absolutely, I have no idea, actually. I know that she's like well integrated into phone Twitter though. Yeah, they I mean I I do love seeing her tweets. I'm like she she kills it on Twitter, so good on you girl. I agree with your belief system. <laughs> so. <Yeah>, right. <laughs> well, yes. Then we got some updates on uh, TIFF, the Toronto International Film Festival. I don't think they announced what is going to be shown virtual because it does say still something about a virtual screenings as well as in-person screenings i presume dune is only going to be in person i can almost yeah. guarantee dune will only be an in-person screening that you have to attend it's weird um, that dune is like going to tiff though for me because dune is like not too far out <laughs> well which festival had fast nine cans yeah like what the hell why did universal even do that like that is so strange like it's gonna literally get nothing from going to cans nothing zero i mean (laughs) this is not even gonna get like in the running for best visual effects y'all oh like fast it's, (laughs) it's getting zero so i don't understand that was a weird choice but we also have uh edgar wright's um last night in soho Mm-hmm. is that's in that's the title right lord have mercy yeah 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 uh that's premiere uh, premiering at tiff uh, i also imagine that'll probably just all the stuff i'm gonna want to watch is just gonna be in person <laughs> probably that's how i'm just gonna look at the tiff lineup is if i want to see it it's gonna be in person only <laughs> <laughs> but i mean I their love... lineup looks great yeah i would love if we could see dune and last night in soho on uh virtual i would pay so much money to like, i was like watch yeah dune. the 30 dollar, 35 dollar price i'll probably pay it just i'll be like bloop, bloop. Uh, here's the credit card i think i'd cut it off at like 70 but like i'd pay upwards <laughs> to 70 dollars to see dune she said i'll cut it at about 700 dollars no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious like i would more than willing pay like up to 70 dollars to watch dune <laughs> It's just, yeah, I I wish. Same thing, like, with um, 
which one is it that's showing freaking um god i'm just like blanking on everything today hannah the timothy chalamet wes anderson movie um oh the french dispatch the french dispatch which festival is that was it cans was it cans i think so yeah because oh. we talked about the cans lineup and that's what we talked about was the french dispatch god have mercy and when is cans I have no fucking idea. Okay, it has to be coming up, right? If Fast 9 is going to get yeah. like uh <laughs> I'm pretty sure the US is like the last territory to get Fast 9. So I don't understand. Uh, I haven't kept cans because they're not doing anything like virtual. So yeah, I know, that's the one where I was like, "Ugh, just put it online so I can watch it." <laughs> right? <laughs> now I don't care. All you snobs in France, shut up and get out of my face. <laughs> but speaking on all of these films hannah we're here we're at the end of june halfway point through the year basically what are your most anticipated titles for the rest of 2021 okay well dune is very obviously my most anticipated movie (laughs) of the year um it's like with Right now, any other year, we would absolutely like, know what films we're like most looking forward to. But with like ever since like COVID, films have just been so weird because you like don't know the release dates of like anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's coming out. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, other than doing the Green Knight, the Green Knight is a hundred percent like Which up there on my most anticipated. It's almost here. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, and also uh, Zola very excited to see zola um i mean of course last night in soho i don't know if i'm like excited for zola or just intrigued like i would say i'm more intrigued than excited it has my interest (laughs) but i'm also like i feel like i could hate this movie like i know it's gonna be i know it's gonna be film twitter darling they're gonna love it but it's one of those low indies where i'm like "Mm, i can see this not vibing with me or i can see myself loving it too but Mm -hmm. It just, it has that feeling to me. One of those film Twitter movies that I'm like, mm. The reason why I'm, like, so psyched for it is, like, for this one, like, line delivery from uh, Nicholas. What's his fucking name? He's in succession. Um, he's tall as fuck. Oh, my God. What's his name? Uh, hold on. Let me look up his name. Have you watched succession, Larry? No, you don't watch No, TV. no. <laughs> <laughs> what is this question? Nicholas Braun. Nicholas Braun. Okay. Um, he there's this line delivery from in the trailer that just goes, "We're getting shmoney," and it's literally the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god. Um, so that's what I'm like, <laughs> like hanging on to with this movie because I'm like, I feel like in my like heart, I'm like, I'm probably gonna not like this movie that much, but. Just that line delivery in the trailer. I'm like, but that made me laugh. That made me laugh a lot. Oh my <laughs> I gosh. Still think about it, so. No There's Eternals that. or Spidey on your list, Hannah? That's crazy that I didn't even think of them. <laughs> That's crazy. She said I didn't even remember about them at all right now. <laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> I'm excited for them. <laughs> I think we're all. Uh... I'm, like, I'm excited for Snake Eyes. I'm really excited. To oh, see you're like the only person. Everybody, ever since that marketing stuff has started coming out, people are like, no, this is terrible. Why? So we'll see. <laughs> I think it looks so good. I mean, Henry Golding, yeah. like, being sexy is enough for it's me. Like, but... I'm, I mean, I'm sold already. 
yeah. I'm excited for Shang-Chi as well, but not as, like, I'm the excitement's there. It just isn't at, like, the level of Eternals, you know? I need um, another trailer for yeah. Shang-Chi. And I think all of us, at least on this little, like, film space, I don't know anybody who just doesn't, like, have Dune as their number one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know some people who are, like, the books are so bland that i sure but i don't know most people i know are like hyped you know what though i saw someone because i read the books and i love the books right Mm -hmm. i saw someone say it so perfectly on twitter the other day they're like uh they were quoting someone who said like the books were boring right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they go they're supposed to be boring (laughs) dune isn't supposed to be star wars i'm sorry to break it to you but dune is absolutely not like you know big bang like (laughs) star wars it's literally just like polit like politics yeah genuinely like everything about <laughs> dune is politics so it's like if you're not into it then you're not gonna like the movie i've seen like so many people on twitter that are like really excited for the movie because they're like expecting like star and you wars. know hannah and just i'm is like, like in my mind <laughs> hannah's like i'm gonna keep my mouth shut because i need people to actually watch a denis movie for once in the theater yeah. but i cannot i can't when I see you come on Twitter, I know what it's going to be. <laughs> uh, like, after watching the movie, I'm so excited to see people just be oh so god. disappointed. Oh my god. Film Twitter is probably going to unravel, actually, after Dune They're going to lose out. their fucking minds. It's just going to be like this unraveling, because there's going to be fervent people who love it. You know, there's going to be the ad- adoring fans, and it's then gonna there's going to be those people who are just like, oh my god, that was, was like... three hours of talking. <laughs> That was horrible. What in the world? <laughs> and this you is a part one, crazy. by the way. So. Yeah, this is part one. Um, that's why we need to go to the box office. Because uh, I don't know how much longer Denis can stay immune to the effects of the box office. I can't believe that Denis Villeneuve is a blockbuster director still. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he coerced them into giving them him the budget for Dune at all. Like it is shocking, actually. I, I want to have a conversation with Denis Villeneuve just to see like <laughs> how he <laughs> he must be like the greatest like picture ever. Yeah, like <laughs> oh my gosh, he, that or he had some like major dirt on somebody's kid or something. Like I just <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> After Blade Runner for 2049, the fact it's that the they turned studio around. Too. Yeah, <laughs> like the Warner Brothers the turned studio. right around and said, "You, uh, we'll give you an even bigger budget for the next one. How about that? <laughs> right. We know that you just burned, literally just burned money with this Blade Runner, but we'll go ahead and up the ante. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all hail Denis Villeneuve. Yes, bless them. Bless. So. Uh, if Warner Brothers does nothing else, at least they give Denis the money. <laughs> The one thing we can all support Warner Brothers in. Writing their wrongs. It's exactly writing their wrongs. <laughs> you know, if they're going to make... Every controversy they have, they're like, here's $300 million yeah. to be <laughs> If they're going to make poor business decisions left, right, and center, the one I want to see is the poor decision of giving Denis Villeneuve <laughs> more money. <laughs> Because you know at least it's going to be a good product. Uh, box office be down. It's true. Oh. Oh, I, I've, seen, I've seen so many people, by the way, like on Twitter being like, what if Dune is like bad? And I'm like, 
what in Denis Villeneuve's career has made you even like doubt his talent? Like he's made a movie almost every year, like for like five years straight, he made a movie every year, right? And yeah. every single one of them was like close to a masterpiece. Hannah just is like cannot compute. She's like, what? Where is the evidence to support? Ser- such- he hasn't had a bad film. That's why <laughs> to I'm support like- such a question. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like he makes like oh. mediocre films. His films are like amazing. <laughs> it, 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 mm. I mean, people say. I mean, they say it about a lot of directors, but in Denis, we trust. It just is what it is. Until it is. he comes out and makes like something that is hot garbage out of the clear blue. <laughs> <laughs> like even if you don't love some of his films, like some of the stuff that gets a little like out there. Um, enemy <laughs> enemy uh you can still like watch it and appreciate you know like who's watching enemy and being like wow that's just is trash you know like i'm yeah. sure normies do but even if you're like mm, i don't know about where we went down with this damn spider and all this other stuff by the end i'm not too sure you still are like it was still such a well-crafted film you gotta appreciate it yeah i don't know are you on the highway what do you mean? What's all that wind? What wind? All of a sudden, it went away. But for a hot minute, it was like this loud wind noise came up in your room. Oh, girl, I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, it just passed over, girl. <laughs> you better have a candle lit somewhere. I know you got a million. If those Joe. flames start going a little bit higher... <laughs> It's time to burn down the house and leave Chicago immediately. <laughs> I'll grab my dog and my cat and like both hands. And I know you were mad at her, so you might just knock Jamie over the head before you start the fire. <laughs> leave her ass in the house. You know, I think about that sometimes. Like, what if an intruder like were to come in my house, or like my house would like start like burning, and I like. I, I only had, like, one, like, option. Like, the fastest way to get out. I could only stop to do one thing. What would I do? It would, like, never have I ever thought about it and, like, had an option other than get my animals and go. <laughs> Listen, it's been a great run, siblings, but this is just what it is. So. <laughs> they have to, like, they have to figure it out themselves. Like Y'all can fend for yourselves. I got to save the helpless here. And exactly. If y'all don't wake up, it's not my fault. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, let us know what you're doing if your house catches a blade <laughs> and you can only do one thing before you escape with your life. <laughs> Are you saving the siblings or are you grabbing your four-legged children? I agree with Hannah personally. Thank you. So, you know, <laughs> sorry about it, Jamie. You, you're going to have to find your own way, girl. <laughs> Good luck. Stop taking them Lots random pills that you don't even know what the hell it is from <laughs> random bags, girl. That That's what oh you, you want to risk your own life. For then, context. Then I can't, I can't save you either, girl. You're going to have to save yourself again. In fear of my sister sounding like a drug addict, uh, for context, for context, uh, in high school, 
Jamie would find random ibuprofen in her bag and just take it with no questions asked. Um, <laughs> and that was a little bit concerning to me. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. Let me clarify real quick. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that was our live show today all over the place, everywhere. Um we told y'all we i was I, I already warned you i didn't get no sleep so i can't remember a damn title to save my life and you know that's why tonight's show was a hot ass mess so i hope you enjoy they're always a mess <laughs> to be fair like anyone who listens like every week live shows are never not a mess <laughs> I promise you that. So we talked about it all. We aired out the family drama. We we did it all here today. So uh, thank you so much for watching. Hannah, do you want to let people know where to find you? <laughs> At Richard and Hannah on Twitter. Perfect. And we I've gone through a rebranding recently, so I get to say something new at this part of the show. Uh, you can find it. me at Chili Boy Productions on YouTube, where you'll also see Hannah as we are reacting to Loki, as you heard. Uh, someday, hopefully soon, I'll get a reaction of Daredevil that we have already filmed, posted. <laughs> um, it's chilling in the vault currently, but you know. It's... And then you can find me on Twitter at ChiliBoyYT and Instagram at ChiliBoyProductions. Plus, make sure that you are following the podcast across all of the social media at Cinemania World. And make sure to rate the podcast, give us lots of positive reviews, and tune in next time. So, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye!